What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Fire Pride podcast, where we talk all things queer and color. In today's episode, we're talking about pride. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fire Pride podcast. My name is Al, I'm one of the co-hosts for the podcast, and I'm actually a second-year student at the Leslie Dan Faculty of Pharmacy at the University of Toronto. And hi, everyone. I'm the other co-host here today at the Pharma Pride podcast. My name is Chelsea Alder. I'm a third-year pharmacy student at the Leslie Dan Faculty of Pharmacy as well. So, okay, this has kind of been a project we've been trying to put together since last year, and I just think with, like, pharmacy school and everything, it's kind of been really hard to, like, sit down and record and really, really put this project into fruition. So we're kind of just really excited to finally have something put together to really talk about some really interesting things. And yeah. Yes, I'm definitely very excited to finally have this happen. We've been talking about it for a while now. Um, But like you said, pharmacy school just seems to get the best of us sometimes, doesn't it, Al? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, But yeah, I guess, you know, I think we wanted to start off the series kind of just like talking about like Farmer Pride or Club and then what we try to want to accomplish with, you know, our podcast. And I feel like, you know, at least from my point of view, like I felt the need to really start a podcast just because it's really interesting and kind of like, I don't know, like fulfilling way to like talk about really, you know, important topics and make it more mainstream to make it more comfortable you know I think a lot of these topics that we're gonna dive into eventually are you know hard to swallow like they're conversations that people find really hard to talk about whether it's like you know biophobia and discrimination and racism I think a podcast is just a really chill way to like sit down start a conversation and hopefully inspire others to continue that conversation for sure I definitely agree and I think like as well from the perspective of we're healthcare professionals, we're pharmacy students, you know, really understanding more of our patient population and where they're coming from and the different experiences that they have when they're coming into our pharmacies and getting care. I think that that can be hard to, you know, just kind of search online and figure out where they're, that's coming from and information behind that. But like you said, having a podcast that's like easily digestible so that like people can like listen to the experiences and understand and not just be ignorant to the situations around them. Um, I think that's really important in this space. And that's why I'm so glad that we're finally starting this and that we're going to dive into some really interesting topics in future episodes. Our podcasts are generally going to be like 20 minute episodes and honestly like 20 minutes is like a really short amount of time to talk about like these you know really important topics for the guy. We're just trying to create a space to start a conversation hopefully inspire everyone else within the profession or the community in general to continue having these conversations and I think kind of like a disclaimer is we're not like experts in any of these topics we're just, you know, allies and people who, who want to advocate for, you know, like rights and freedoms of, you know, minority communities, whether they're, you know, part of the LGBTQ plus community or BIPOC communities, and just really creating a space to have these conversations be heard and, you know, make it, make it so that other people feel comfortable to have them. And I think in today's episode, we're going to just focus on pride. And, you know, for me personally, I think pride looks different for each person people can be proud about 
so many different things. And I think for me, you know, I identify as, you know, a queer person of color and, you know, going through, you know, finding myself, discovering my gender identity, you know, my gender expression, things like that. It's been really hard for me to say that I am proud of my identities until recently, you know, you have society that kind of like pushes you into like a box of what things are acceptable in society. And when you don't fit them, you feel left out. And I don't know, I've kind of grown proud of stepping out of that box and not being part of the norm and kind of just like creating my own journey into like self-expression and, and, and you know, and identifying who I am, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I definitely agree that like having that representation, especially as you're growing up, it can be so hard to find your own identity um, and having spaces like this um, to bring more awareness to that um, is definitely beneficial. Um, I know myself growing up in like a smaller town in Ontario, there was not a lot of representation myself to see around me, you know, different people um, and, you know, just different types of people and you know different spaces and uh different minority groups as well and there was also a lot of ignorance and you know blatant discrimination that was going on as well Self like a bisexual woman i was just kind of you know confused a lot of the time of you know oh I, like do i really feel this way i don't feel like i have anyone around me to like kind of compare myself to or like learn from and so it's definitely something that i've learned over time especially moving away um, and, you know, getting exposed to like more spaces and stuff like that and learning more about the community um, and different populations. So yeah, I'm definitely excited that we're doing this and yeah. For those who don't really like know, Farmer Pride is kind of, you know, an advocacy and education and visibility club at um, our pharmacy school where we kind of, we're students for the students where we essentially work to um, build that visibility for, you know, BIPOC communities, for LGBTQ plus communities, and, you know, kind of make, again, like those uncomfortable topics or topics that people are not really familiar with because, you know, especially with pharmacy school, we have a lot of students coming from so many different backgrounds, right? Like from so many different, uh, you know, um, countries or like uh, areas in, in, in Ontario from different schools and not everyone knows or is familiar with, you know, a lot of these topics. And so our club just really focuses on trying to make these topics more digestible, easy to understand, and communicating things that we feel are important to communicate. Um, yeah, and, oh, I guess we didn't really introduce, um, so I'm the president, current president of Fire Pride, and Chelsea is our 2 3 class rep for um, for our pride, we've just come together to be like, you know, a, a podcast is really a great way to like communicate all this information because as of now, we've kind of just like stuck to like social media posts and like there's only so many people you can reach via like Instagram and like Facebook and I think a podcast is like a great way to like broaden that um, reach to like the general community too because really these topics are not just, you know, affecting pharmacists and, uh, and people who are, you know, uh, identify with these communities, but also just like society as a whole. And like, these are topics that need to have, these topics need to have, you know, be put into like broad daylight so people can, you know, be a lot more aware and like not play that ignorance card, you know? 
for sure. I definitely agree. And I feel like with the podcast format as well, like you were saying with social media, there's only so many people we can reach, but as well, there's only so much we can say. So um, having this podcast format where we definitely can dive deeper a little bit more into these topics and, you know, have more education out there for not only people who are familiar with Pharma Pride at Leslie Dan, but also for other listeners that stumble along and hi if you're not a pharmacy um thanks for checking us out uh but yeah no we're so excited to go more into those topics and provide education for everyone um about things that we do with pharma pride and just different topics in the space and giving that voice to minority um populations in terms of like pride i think i did mention like how for me it's been definitely really difficult to like swallow my identity and kind of come to terms with, you know, who I am. And I feel like even now, like I'm still trying, starting to like, I've only more recently started to kind of like come to terms with like who I am and grow more comfortable with it. And now I feel more, you know, comfortable to like explore who I am. Cause I think, you know, clubs like Farmer Pride and surrounding myself with people who identify the same way, you know, like actually, you know, similar to you, I kind of grew up in, um, I didn't grow up in a small town. I grew up in Scarborough, at least for like half of my childhood. And you don't see a lot of out and proud gay brown kids, you know, walking about, right? So not seeing that representation, not feeling like I could be who I am was difficult until I came to um, university and like Leslie Dan specifically, where I joined Farmer Pride last year and there was someone who was also brown and queer on the exec team and I was just like wow like this is the first time like I see like myself on the team like you know seeing that representation it's like wow like if this person can you know be out and proud and be happy with who they are and like live their life the best way that you know they want to why can't I right and so it's just really about still discovering who I am but being a lot more comfortable and proud of who I am to start exploring that. Yeah, I think that's so important of what we're doing as well. Like, um, there's probably so many students and um, people out there like you that don't see that rep- representation for who they are. And they, you know, it, it, it brings that fear into yourself of like, is this really who I am? You know, when you start questioning. And so just seeing other people that are exactly like you um, and hearing stories about people that like, are, you know, maybe not exactly like you, but like definitely represent you more closely to, you know, other advocates. I think that's definitely very important. So it shows people more, you know, that, you know, it's okay. And that there's other people out there and that just forming that sense of community, I think is really important for pride as well. Like there's such a big community that happens, especially through pharma pride where, um, you know, we get to reach out to people and, um, bring this information to them and as well, let them know that, you know, we're here, we're open and we're open to sharing others voices as well. Um, And I think that's just really important part of pride as well is that just sense of community that you have somebody to lean on um, when you're feeling down or you have somebody to go ask questions. I totally agree with you there. Like I was also kind of like hesitant. So like pharmacy wasn't kind of like my first choice in terms of like career um you know I was like tossing and turning I honestly didn't really know what I wanted to do but like you know um having parents that kind of pushed me into this I was kind of like going into it not really feeling welcome or or accepted because I just never you know 
don't know. I just felt, I didn't feel like it was right for me. And then just seeing how, you know, welcoming the community is and how there are so many people that, again, as I mentioned before, like seeing that representation really helped me um, come out of my shell. But then there came, you know, the hard topic of inclusivity into pharmacy in general and the amount of work that needs to be done in making pharmacy practice more inclusive for everyone, right? And I think the great thing about like our faculty is they've shown, um, you know, efforts and and you know an interest in wanting to make things more inclusive to make those changes. And the times have changed, and it's really important as future pharmacy professionals to kind of be aware of like the history of discrimination and malpractice and you know all these different like you know horrible horrible you know experiences that queer people people of color have you know experienced throughout history and kind of just like reprimanding for that you know like um i think the great thing that you know i don't think a lot of people um know yet but um december 9th last year we as a club were able to get a inclusive pride flag the progressive pride flag um hung up in the atrium of our pharmacy building and it's you know if for people who weren't involved in getting that to happen it's obviously something that people might not have noticed right like you walk down the atrium not looking on the left side um to see a flag and continuing to like go throughout your day it's still not noticing it's there but i think for people like us who do recognize that it's there it has such a huge impact on um, how we feel about ourselves again seeing that representation seeing that representation seeing that solidarity between the faculty and wanting to make things more inclusive and makes me feel so much more you know proud about myself more welcome more accepted and definitely makes this profession a lot more welcoming than it was for me at the beginning for sure I think it's a great thing that we got the flag risen in the atrium and um, it looks great as well. <laughs> I think it's a great addition. Um, and it, it, like you said, it, it's just, it's kind of that you walk in the front doors and you're walking through the atrium and you see it's there. And it's a reminder that, you know, we are healthcare professionals, um, and there's a space for us in the profession and as well, if, like for other students that maybe aren't part of the community, but our allies instead, it's a reminder of, you know, we have patients that are in the LGBTQ and BIPOC communities, and we have to keep those, um, like, you know, those thoughts in mind while we're serving those patients. We need to become educated on the issues that are specific to their populations and the history behind um, how they access healthcare and the barriers that they face when they're accessing healthcare. And overall, just for us as a profession to, you know, take all those things in mind, wrap it together in a bow and provide uh, quality healthcare to these profession or sorry, to these patients um, as professionals. Um, because at the end of the day, it's um, our responsibility to make sure that they're getting the best care possible. Absolutely. And I think that's great. That's a great point that you mentioned because I think being in a position where I've experienced discrimination firsthand and, you know, um, a healthcare setting, but then also being on the other side where I'm learning to provide this care, it's like kind of like a complete 180, you know what I mean? Like I definitely can see the gaps in which that have caused a lot of people to like perform that malpractice and, you know, not having a lot of intervention within, you know, professional schools to like address these topics and a lot of people just graduating not knowing. And again, like ignorance is certainly not an excuse, but it's kind of like the culprit why people are not, you know, 
experiencing the level of inclusive practice that we you know, want because people are just not, you know, aware of it or or haven't, you know, been exposed to it. Like I think just this uh, um, past semester was the first time I've ever been exposed uh, lecture-wise on like gender identity and gender expression. And that was the first time it was ever introduced into this one specific course. And so it's like, there are years and years of students that have already graduated that haven't had this exposure. And how does that impact the way that they interact with um, patients that identify with you no, know, as a minority, right? So. Yeah, I'm definitely glad that the faculty is working more towards including, um, you know, education like that about gender expression um, and how to approach uh, patients uh, to be inclusive of gender expression. Um, and also just like little things, like I remember I'm a third year student, so I'm a year older than you, but in my first year, like with the cases that we would get in classes for assignments, like they were pretty, um, like there were... <laughs> They were all, you know, for the most part, not representative of minorities. Um, and there wasn't any LGBT representation in those patients at all. And um, I believe that it's some work that Pharma Pride did over the years as well um, to bring up these issues to the faculty. But I've seen it definitely um, in second year and especially now in third year that it is starting to be worked more into professors while they're making up cases for classes that, you know, it's not always just um, Mr. Smith with his wife, Mrs. Smith, Mrs. Smith, but, you know, maybe it's, you know, a queer man in his forties, um, with his partner and, um, you know, it's different issues in that space as well. And I think it's just great for, you know, representation wise, like you get to look at the case and be like, oh, this is a patient that's like, you know, similar to me. Like now I can think about like how I would want to be approached for like a patient case. Um, and it definitely helps. And I'm sure for other students that are allies and maybe not part of the community, it helps them to think of like, okay, for this patient, how would I approach them to be inclusive of their needs? And um, just getting that training out in school. Like you said, there's so many professionals that are out there in the space right now that during their school, their formative years where they were coming up with their patient care process, they didn't get that exposure. And so, you know, it's, it's hard to go back and, you know, go through that um, process again and update it in your brain when you've been doing it for so many years out in practice for real. Um, and so I'm glad that they're definitely um, including it in the education now. So the next generation of professionals um, can really be a light shine, like shine out there. You can, you know, take it as an example that, you know, that's the way that healthcare should be, should be an inclusive space for all. Um, and we should be approaching, approaching patients at their need. Yeah. And I think, I think, a great thing to like bring up is like when it comes to like farmer pride and what we stand for and what we try to accomplish through this podcast you know we're not we're not telling people to like be a historian in these topics I think it's more so kind of just like respecting acknowledging and not judging you know respecting people's identities acknowledging that barriers exist and people experience unique challenges and kind of like not judging them for it right because a lot of these experiences are things that um are not people's fault you know what I mean if someone is a racist the victim is not at fault you know what I mean for going through that experience and so just creating a safe space for someone to you know enter being whoever they are and remaining confident throughout that interaction that this healthcare professional did not judge me, respected everything I had to say, and was able to, you know, 
competently provide the care that I needed to be, you know, to take care of my health is something that I think we're hoping to strive for, at least through this podcast and creating, you know, conversations where people, healthcare professionals are more comfortable to enter these circumstances that are often, you know, not really talked about, not represented in these cases and things. And so just creating, creating some sort of exposure to it and having some light, you know, chill conversation about that people, you know, can enter these circumstances not feeling like they can't do the best they can to help people. Yeah, it's just a great point. Like just exposure. Like I feel like a lot of, you know, um, discrimination and microaggressions and some patient interactions just comes from ignorance in general and uneducation and, you know, just getting exposures to these different topics, um, learning more about them. And like, like you said, not being a historian, you don't need to know the dates and the statistics and all that, those facts, but, you know, just gaining an understanding and gaining, you know, um, an acceptance and, um, inclusive language and, you know, just working that into your daily practice so that, you know, we all want our patients to feel comfortable. It doesn't matter who they are. We all want our patients to feel comfortable with us and gain a relationship with us so that we can provide them with the best care. And I, even beyond patient care and like healthcare professionals, like I feel like everyone we interact with on a daily basis, we want to just feel comfortable with us. Like, I think that's human nature. Like nobody, well, most people don't want to go out and, you know, create hostile environments. And so I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just learning about like, you know, how do I create a more inclusive environment around myself in general? And that'll translate out into professional practice as well for, for those that are healthcare professionals and students. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I, I really do hope that, you know, people can take this podcast or really just our presence on social media as an opportunity to kind of like grow as better and more informed, you know, um, healthcare professionals to kind of gain the skills that they need to become more competent in, you know, entering these more unfamiliar circumstances and just feeling confident in being able to provide everyone with equal, fair, and, you know, helpful care to help, you know, optimize someone's health. Because that's, you know, at at the end of the day, our goal is to help optimize um, health. Um, So I guess, yeah, I think that's pretty much a good point to like, end on you know this is kind of like a very brief introductory podcast to kind of introduce me and Chelsea you know Farmer Pride the purpose of this podcast and not really exploring any of these topics into depth but like that's what our future episodes are for to focus on different um, topics and so we hope to you know encourage you all to join us on this journey to explore these many different topics to kind of grow with us as we discuss things that you know may not be the easiest to discuss and yeah I think you guys can just follow us on um, our social media pages at Farmer Pride or at Farm Pride Podcast to be updated on when we release our episodes but yeah thank you for listening yes thank you so much for joining us I had a great time Al me too I'm looking forward to continuing this talk with you <laughs> yes for sure with lots of different topics and lots of different guests as well all right Thank you. Goodbye to our listeners. Bye.